Hi, it's Christoph Trapp, author of Content Performance Culture, the new content marketing book out in 2020 here, available on Amazon.com worldwide and AuthenticStorytelling.net. Also, check out the Content Performance Culture podcast where you can listen to sections of the book discussed by me. Today's business storytelling podcast is about website audits and why I can't do a website audit unless I'm actually talking to you. This is relevant to know because I'm sure many of you still get those emails that an audit has been performed. But to do a real audit, you need to know the goals. So let's dive into that topic. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. It's Christoph Trapp. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast. If you're listening on any of the podcast channels, uh, usually these shows are also recorded live on periscope.tv forward slash ctrap. So subscribe there and you can listen to them quite a bit earlier than on the podcast channels. So today, let's talk about why I can't audit your website without talking to you. So you probably get those emails, somebody ran an automatic automatic tool and audited your website and they found some broken links and they found this and that and they really need to talk to you because you're missing out on uh, insert something that sounds bad. Uh, you're missing out on search traffic, you're missing out on uh, or uh, direct traffic, you're missing out on, on who knows what, right? Um, but what they all do is they run automatic tools to find things that really anybody can find, right? I mean, I can look at anybody's website and say, I don't like the navigation bar, or you should have a hamburger menu, or you should have this, or you should have that. But here's the reality of things. Unless I'm talking to you, Unless anybody talks to you, they really can't give you a highly educated opinion about your website because they don't know what your goals are. Now, does anybody have a goal to have broken links on their website? Probably not. But sometimes they don't matter. I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm oversimplifying things quite a bit here. But if you have broken links on a, on a page that nobody visits, who cares? You just forgot to delete the page. You know what I mean? Like, it's not part of your goal. It's not driving anything. It, it doesn't really make any difference. So it always depends on what your goal is. And for example, on AuthenticStorytelling.net, most of the time, my goal on there is to test new things, to, to share content, to share stories, and also to put a reservoir together of content for my next book. So for example, I just um, finished Content Performance Cultures, and all that content, 44,000 words roughly, came from my my blog, right? They, everything in the book was a blog post when it was first born. And so, you know, if you don't know that, sometimes you might, uh, you could question, why are you writing about this? Why are you doing this? Because it's just, you know, it's it's part of my process. And then also, 
I use it as a little bit of a lead generation. And right now I'm really using it to highlight my skills as a content marketer. So, you know, as you are on there, I'm actually the homepage is my own page, the page that's about me. And I'm highlighting my skills as, you know, a content marketer. Here's my recommendations, inbound content marketing, email marketing, Google Analytics certified. So I'm sharing those things on there. And it's really, uh, you know, a glorified resume, if you think about it. And the blog posts are really just supposed to drive traffic to my page. Um, So but if you don't know that, if you don't know what my goal is, um, why, how can you offer feedback? I mean, the other day, I had somebody say maybe you shouldn't highlight everything on the homepage and have some click here for more buttons. But that's not the goal. The goal is not to just give you highlights. The goal is to throw everything at you and you can look at the landing page and see all the things. Now, do I expect people to read them? No, but it certainly looks good. And I'm actually, I'm working on adding all these certifications I got. So in December here, I went through the HubSpot Academy. I finished Google Analytics. Uh, never really needed to do any certifications. But, you know, as I was finishing up the book here, I had some time. And people actually kept asking about those things. So I thought, well, <coughs> why not just do it? And I actually, I actually learned some new things that... You know, I, I, I knew, but they were good refreshers too. In Google Analytics, I'm probably, I was not really the expert at that to begin with. So that took some, that took some studying um, and learning. And so definitely learned some things on that end as well. But, you know, to really understand and to really give a valuable opinion and valuable feedback on your website, you have to be able to talk to whoever the, put the website together. What's the goal of the website? Can I see the strategy? Strategy is probably not written down. I mean, maybe it is. But but if I don't know what the strategy is, then how, how can I give you any opinions on anything? How can I give you an idea? I can't. And I'll give you another one more example. I mean, this is not something we need to beat to death for, you know, 60 minutes here. But at one point, I put the email sign up on the top of my articles. And that is not a best practice. 100% no. And there was a time when, you know, I drove 5%, a 5% sign up rate. I mean, like, every day that list grew 5%. Now it slowed down after a little while here, but but it did drive a lot of growth. And you know, I was nominated for some award, and that award was using Google Drive to share comments between the judges. And so I saw the inbound links from Google Drive, and I clicked them. And one of the judges forgot to lock down their Google Drive document. So I saw the comments about my website. And the comment was, the design, they, don't, they didn't like the design, And they didn't like, most specifically, they didn't like that the sign-up form was on top of the articles because it doesn't belong there. It belongs at the bottom. And 
I saw that and I couldn't even take it personal. I couldn't even take it for anything. I didn't, I mean, if you're not going to give me an award because you didn't like where I put my sign-up form, I, sorry. I mean, I guess I could have moved it down for half an hour so you didn't have to see it. But the sign-up form worked where it was, whether that's the best practice officially, whether, you know, the experts like it, but the readers certainly liked it, and the readers certainly used, used it to sign up. So that is something to keep in mind. Is your strategy working? Of course, the first thing is you have to know what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? And then make updates to your website based on that. So if you're trying to drive traffic somewhere, make sure you have that call to action everywhere. Within copy, when it makes sense, inline ads, you know, don't have these ones that take up the whole screen, but like, uh, you know, a nice ad between text. I mean, people skim anyways. Um, so that's okay. Uh, at the end of stories in the sidebar, even though right sidebar blindness, as you know, is a thing, people don't see it. So maybe move the sidebar to the left. Um, and then also, on mobile, my rights, my sidebar is still on the right on desktop, but I, there's really like not a ton of things in there, honestly, that I need people to click on. But I do highlight where I'm speaking. Uh, I do highlight there's links to podcasts, those kind of things. But it's not like a deal breaker, right? It's it's just kind of there. But on mobile, which is where like 60-70% of everybody comes from, it just pushes to the bottom. So like it's below all the articles. So the point is you don't see it there anyways. Um, you know, I mean, who's going to scroll that far? Some people might. But it all depends on what your strategy is, what you're trying to accomplish. Certainly there are some things that are, you know, they're, they're best. They're just like if it's broken, it's broken, right? So if it's bad grammar, it's bad grammar. So some of those things, certainly people can tell, um, but some other things people can't tell. People can't tell you, you know, whether or not that's a good call to action. They don't know the numbers. Um, so just something to keep top of mind. If you truly need a website audit, I'm always happy to chat. I mean, seriously, or, you know, reach out to somebody that can help you with that. But uh, but those unsolicited emails or or assuming people can audit your website with um, without any knowledge, it's it's really it doesn't work that way. I mean, I had somebody ask me the other day, what are three things you would change on the website? And I can pick on some things. Right. So but 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 I would make them they need to be a discussion. So, for example, um, I would probably get rid of that slider. I mean, sliders, are, are people clicking through? I have never seen the numbers that they do. Sliders, in my opinion, only exist because um, internal politics, people wanted them. They give you more options to put more stuff up there. I've used them before, too. But do have I ever seen them work in any strategy? Not really. They're just internal. I could make that statement, but I have to also ask, why do you have it? Why? What's the point of it? What is it trying to accomplish? You know, those kind of things. Um, automatic video on the homepage. Um, is that a good thing? I, you know, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. But the, the thing is, and I've blogged about this before too, with uh, video takes up a lot of data. 
and when people are mobile, you know, do we want them to actually use data? I mean, do we we might end up in their bad graces just because we used up all their data because our auto playing video, and that does happen. Uh, I did actually check with Verizon on that, and they said it's you know the, the data disappears so much quicker or gets used so much quicker because uh, media is just it, it takes up a lot more data than it used to. So something to think about. Um, if you need an audit, and you should always audit your website and make sure things are doing what they're supposed to be doing, um, you know, talk to somebody who has that skill set, whether it's internally or externally. Sometimes internally, depending on who you pick, everybody has their own agenda. Um, so there is actually value to have somebody externally do it. But if you have somebody internally who can kind of put that agenda aside or who doesn't have any goals associated with the website, like a digital analyst, for example, might be okay um, to use them. All right, um, stay real. Keep pushing the content performance culture forward. Um, just a reminder, the content performance culture book is coming out here pretty soon. You can order it already. Uh, the pre-order is available on Amazon.com and Authentic Storytelling. Net. I'm Christoph Trapp. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast.